everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a holiday and a burden. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. I've been thinking a lot about the holidays that we're going into. We have Thanksgiving coming up. We have Hanukkah if you're Jewish. We have Christmas if you're Christian or Catholic. And it's it's an enormous thought to recognize how much goes into these holidays and how much has gone into these holidays every single year. And it, it's almost too much to consider. I mean, the the holiday season is always this just enormous task annually. And to think about how much has gone into it just in my lifetime, you know, I'm not even 40 yet, but I'm pretty close. And then the number of years that people just go above and beyond to produce these awesome, awesome holidays is really, really staggering. And I've been thinking a lot about Thanksgiving and how difficult it was and how much there was to celebrate. Now, look, I celebrate Thanksgiving because, uh, first off, I live in America, <laughs> good old U.S. of A., and it's a national holiday, and I grew up celebrating it, and it's uh, however you want to view the actual holiday, it is part of our part of our history. And so we celebrate it, and I don't celebrate to a T saying like, okay, the Indians gave up their land or some junk like that. It's more of, hey, recognize what you have. Recognize what you have is awesome. Recognize that there are a lot of people who do not have what you have. And that's that's an important thing to me. It, it always has been, as long as I've been, been thinking about it. So it's almost impossible to deny the incredibly different life that people used to live when the holiday started, right? When we were, not we, obviously, but when the pilgrims were coming over, I mean, you're gone this boat dying in the ocean. You have no idea if you're going to make it. You could get killed by a storm at any time. And then you get here. There's just barren land. And they tried this harbor. They tried that harbor. There are no no cleared fields and winter's coming. I mean, just all of these horrific endeavors and then they finally find some place to land and they actually do get help from some of the natives and it's just it's a terrible terrible situation but we are we're descendants of those people theoretically right i'm actually mexican so i'm not directly a descendant but i think every culture and every society has these types of stories with people striving and many of them dying and all of these problems that that came in their lives that took a lot of them, right? It's not like people didn't die coming over on the Mayflower. I mean, people, people died trying to make it, make it in America. And it gives me a lot of pride thinking about that kind of like, okay, we are, we are collectively descendants of people who overcame the odds, right? Because they, they were strong enough and worked hard enough to, to find a partner. And then once they had kids, they were strong enough and worked hard enough to make sure that offspring survived. And, and here we are, right? We are descendants of all of the people who killed themselves to make sure that their kids and their kids' kids had the best chance to survive. And it was no easy task. 
it was no simple thing. Again, thinking about Thanksgiving, just the horrendous nature of knowing winter's coming and you're on the East Coast and you have nothing. Man, I'd give thanks for sure that I had a big meal and I'd give some thanks that I was still there. And I give thanks today. But in considering what other people have gone through, I started looking around and considering what our average life or excuse me, our average day in our lives really like. I mean, how many people do we know? Obviously, there's a pandemic, but how many people do we know that are dying of starvation? Right? How many people do we know are dying of just the common cold or pneumonia or or something like that? The life we live right now is so easy in comparison right think about it we we have the internet we have safeway imagine somebody who in the pilgrim times may not have made it the person was either not intelligent enough not hard working enough had deleterious tendencies those types of people they don't they don't really flounder in today's society, right? Like you can take people that don't really like working that much and they can still find housing. You, you can take people who have no real aspirations in the world and just kind of want to work nine to five bare minimum and they survive. Pretty much anybody can have a kid. That's, that's not a really hard thing to do. And you push all of this out and you're kind of like, well, what, what is distinguishing us Right. As a society, what's distinguishing the people that are super hardworking and will do whatever it takes compared to the people who won't like the people who made it on the Mayflower, the people who made it, the pilgrims that made it. Those people were hard and there were a lot of people who didn't make it. And the cowards didn't even try to make it. You had to be incredibly brave just to jump on that boat and come over and try to make a new world. So. If you think about it, there were all these factors that discriminated against the weak and the the unwilling that we don't have now. We don't have those factors. And as I was thinking about this, I realized, damn it, in four or five or six generations, my offspring, what will they look back and say that they're really proud of what I did? I look back and say I am the descendants uh, or I'm a descendant of of winners. I'm a descendant of of people who did whatever it took and it was hard to do. What are my great 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 grandkids going to say? They're going to talk about, you know, great 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 granddad Matt and how he was so hard and he did whatever it took and he distinguished himself. How am I going to distinguish myself? How are they going to understand or see the things that I've done? That I don't have anything in the world pulling me through like starvation or a, or a snowstorm or, or uh, you know, massive disease that's taking 30% of the population. I don't have these things that that I need to overcome. They just don't exist. And that's when I really realized I can distinguish myself. 
I can. Because in a world of ease and and luxury and abundance, how do you distinguish yourself? You do the things that no one else is willing to do. Not by necessity. By choice. By choice. I elect to make my life harder. I elect to do more than I need to do. I elect willingly to do the things that people won't do, other people won't do, that I don't have to do. Some of them may bear fruit and and be positive and, you know, maybe they make money, maybe they don't make money, whatever. But just electing to not do the bare minimum electing to go above and beyond, electing to try to be the best person I can be, willingly doing these things, not because if I don't, I won't survive, knowing that I don't have to do them to survive, knowing that they don't really affect me at all, but realizing that I want to do something today that someone in 100 years will look back on and say, damn it, that dude laid it down. He went hard because he knew it was important. That's what I want to do. That's what Thanksgiving is to me these days. It's reminding myself to be thankful for the people who came before me and reminding myself to do something that will lead those that come after me, that will make them proud to be my descendants, to make them understand that they come from somebody who tried really hard, even in the face of luxury. Do something today that your great-great-great-grandchildren will look at and say, damn, that person did it. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.